Now, you know, I don't have a lot of media come on this show because a lot of times we talk about the media and our frustrations with them. But I have with me a gentleman today that I want you to meet because I I have been following him. Uh, I admire him. And he is one of the most honest uh, reporters out there. He's hard hitting. He's been at it a long time. And uh, and he's from a city near and dear to me, my native Chicago. William Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, so let's get right at it. First of all, tell people about your journalism career. Oof. Uh, well, I was born and raised on the south side of Chicago. Um, I love Chicago with all of my heart, uh, just to be clear. Uh, even though the stories coming out of Chicago are bad, um, you know, I, I love Chicago. It breaks my heart to see where the city of Chicago that I was raised to believe was the greatest city in the history of the world, Betsy. And I, you know, I've in all of my career in, you know, TV, radio, print, Emmy award winning, I have to say, cause nobody else will. So I'll say it. Um, uh, all I ever did was say how much I loved Chicago and how great Chicago was. And I would literally fight people who disagreed with me when it came to that uh, issue. But you know, sadly, the stories that I've been reporting out of Chicago, specifically, you know, since uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot and her lockdowns and looting and and uh, all of the other, you know, obvious uh, violent crime, uh, violent attacks against the police. OK, um, and her attacks, her actual uh, verbal attacks against the police that somehow the police officers of the city of Chicago were somehow, um, you know, as guilty as the violent criminals when it came to, um, you know, crime on the streets of Chicago, that somehow they bore some responsibility for the violent crime. Uh, it, um, you know, it, it really, it really, it really hurt. And, and I had to report you know, Mayor Lightfoot, uh, honestly, I had to go to her press conferences. Um, you know, it's it's almost comical at this point. If, uh, you know, if it was like a Netflix series, I, I guess I would find it humorous to watch. But, you know, as somebody who had to live it, it was it was horrible. Um, every week I would go to her city hall press conference, I would ask her the most basic questions you could possibly imagine, you know, why, you know, we had, I would say, you know, Mayor Lightfoot, we, we had 50 shootings this week, or, you know, or 80 shootings in a weekend, you know, on some weekends. Uh, what is your plan to reduce the shootings? And she inevitably would lose her temper with me. She would call me names, tell me I was stupid. And this is all from the podium you know, the, you know, the official city hall mayor's uh, press conference, press room podium with the seal of the city of Chicago, uh, which I always thought was the most beautiful thing in the world, you know, I, the, the, the great seal of the city of Chicago. And there, there, there she was, you know, telling me that, you know, shootings were down. Well, at the time, it didn't, I didn't even realize it, but these videos, uh, these uh, confrontations uh, between Mayor Lightfoot and myself were going viral. Um, every week, these uh, these videos were going, were you know, were getting hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of you know, positive comments, likes, and shares that I was unaware of because 
these various uh, platforms would share my my video or share my my exchange with the mayor, but none of them said reporter William J. Kelly. All of them said, re, you know, uh, reporter uh, exchange with Mayor Lightfoot or, um, you know, anonymous man in Chicago asks question or something like this, you know? So I had no idea that these, uh, that these uh, exchanges with the mayor were even going viral. Um, and then, you know, so I was as shocked as anybody when when they when I finally you know Googled William J. Kelly or you know Chicago reporter or Lightfoot reporter, and there was just you know I could scroll page after page after page after page of viral videos um, that you know other I should say you know other uh, plat reporters or platforms were uh, they were racking up a lot of views uh, you know uh, and. Uh, probably making a lot of money now that I think about it, um, you know, uh, off of these viral videos. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you. I'm one of those people who was retweeting your videos. And, oh, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, and watching what was happening. And, you know, just so people know, um, you know, because I, I talk about Chicago a lot in the media and it's, it's almost always about crime or what's happening with the police or the lockdowns or the vax mandates, things like that. But, I, I am like you where I love the city of Chicago and I, yes. I have I have uh, lived there or in the suburbs since I was 21 years old. Um, and it is one of the most beautiful, cleanest uh, cities in the world. And, and I'll fight anyone who wants to say <laughs> that uh, we don't have the best food in the world because we have the yeah. best food in the world in the city of Chicago. But the the problem is uh, Chicago and the Chicago Police Department have these reputations now of being, uh, you know, violent. And there's always talk of corruption and, and things like that. And uh, and, you know, you're not a super political guy. You're just a guy that seemed to me to be interested in the facts. Am I correct about that? Well, that's was the way I approached uh, Mayor Lightfoot. I, I just, in, in fact, you know, a lot of people would call me up and and say, hey, I really love the way you you are attacking Lightfoot. And I and I said, I'm sorry, but I'm not attacking anybody. I'm asking, you know, the, re the, the questions that reporters are supposed to ask, who, what, where, when, how, and why. The, none of that is an attack, but, you know, but it was it was really weird, Betsy. I, I have to tell you, Lightfoot viewed it as an attack, you know, because sadly I was the only reporter in the in the city hall press corps that was actually asking her uh, uh, real questions, and you know she had just become so used to having reporters repeat her press release back to her. So uh, as a result, I, I was very honored that. A lot of people in the city, uh, especially people who worked for the city and police officers in particular, would contact me and say, "Hey, Kelly, you know, here's here's a good question for for Lightfoot. Here's something that I would like you to ask her. You know, we had a spike in police suicides, for example, uh, you know, during her administration, and you know, people would ask me to ask her about her policies towards the police, her rhetoric, rhetoric towards the police, um, and I would do that and. And, you know, and I was honored to, you know, bring those questions to the mayor. So let me ask you, because you've spent so much time, uh, you know, at those press conferences with Lori Lightfoot and you you watched her administration 
But why do you think Mayor Lightfoot and her administration were so antagonistic toward the Chicago Police Department? Well, it was very surreal to, to see it because I grew up in a cop neighborhood on the south uh, side of Chicago, the 19th Ward. I grew up, you know, it's a 100% Democrat ward of the city, probably the most Democrat ward maybe in the country. Um, but, you know, faith in God and patriotism and being pro-law enforcement were three things that nobody would ever have disagreed with you on when I was growing up. Now, those are three issues that will get you like kicked out of the the city hall press corps. You right, know, it's canceled, like right? Canceled. Yeah. Well, I mean, and believe it or not, is Mayor Lori Lightfoot actually did cancel my city of Chicago press credential uh, because, uh, you know, we were getting closer to her reelection. She saw that my questions were going viral on a regular basis. Uh, you know, people like Tucker Carlson were inviting me on to to talk about crime in Chicago and it was hurting her reelection. So, you know, they yanked my media uh, press credential. Uh, believe it or not, I'm still I still have a federal uh, freedom of speech lawsuit in federal court to try and get my media credential back so I can go back and do my job, despite the fact that Lightfoot is gone and we have a new mayor, uh, Johnson. But, um, you know, and if people want to read this, you know, the truth has nothing to hide, Betsy. So, you know, they can read the entire lawsuit at reporterwilliamjkelly.com. It's all right there. And uh, of course, if anyone who wants to support my lawsuit, it is, um, you know, it's a First Amendment lawsuit, classic First Amendment. And the other thing is, as I'm sure you know, uh, it will set legal precedent. So if I lose, then we all lose, you know, then that precedent will be set that if any petty, corrupt or incompetent, uh, little tyrannical uh, mayor of any uh, city town village decides that they don't like a question, they can just tell the one reporter in town who's actually asking real questions, you are no longer allowed at City Hall. And that is, and uh, that goes against everything that we talk about in, right. in the United States Constitution, you know, and you would think, <laughs> and I, you know, I'll tell you, and I talk about this all the time as a police officer. The first thing we do as a police officer is raise our right hand, pledge an oath to the Constitution of the United States, yes. and then, of course, to whatever state we're working on. And I got to tell you, I was recently in Tbilisi, Georgia, uh, just south of Russia, and I was talking to some Russian police officers, and I was talking about, um, how uh, we can do a better job dealing with the media as police officers. And after my class, I had these Russian police officers who came up to me and asked me if the, the reporters that I had talked about, I'd shown some videos uh, saying untrue things about law enforcement. They asked me, uh, are those reporters still in prison? And I, <laughs> I kind of laughed. And then I, I remembered, you know, who I was talking to. I literally pulled out, I always carry a copy of the constitution in my mm -hmm. back pocket. And uh, and I, I said, you know, not only are they not in prison, but as a police officer, I will defend to the death their right to go before the public and lie about me because that's how strongly we police officers 
feel about the United States Constitution. And as a reporter, I know you share that passion, right? Well, I was raised uh, to believe that freedom of speech was like a, an article of faith that you couldn't, that there were, that, and I remember going to all of my Catholic uh, uh, school uh, classes and hearing all of my liberal uh, professors telling me that all of these people, these, you know, what I, you know, dirty hippie freak people who, uh, who hate America, that somehow, um, you know, they have the right to say whatever they want. And I have to accept it. Uh, and I, and I'm not going to lie, you know, as an Irish Catholic, you know, from the South side of Chicago, it was a little tough pill for me to swallow that somehow I was supposed to just accept uh, you know, artists urinating on crucifixes or something like this, and I'm supposed to like uh, accept this, right? Well, sure enough, the first time in my life that I actually go and ask, uh, you know, the mayor of the city of Chicago uh, a question, I have my First Amendment rights ripped right out from underneath me, you know? So, you know, Betsy, it, it appears, uh, you know, I agree with you, uh, that the Constitution, we should all, you know, defend the Constitution, especially if we swear an oath to it, which I, I would imagine Mayor Lightfoot swore the same oath that you did, you know, so it's like, um, you know, I'm all for that. But I, I really do think it needs to be applied uh, evenly uh, across the board. You know, whether you're, you know, a, a, a hippie urinating on a crucifix or burning an American flag, or whether you're, you know, uh, a reporter in the city of Chicago trying to ask a politician, um, you know, what they, you know, what they're going to, you know, if it's safe to go to Holy Name Cathedral uh, because there was a mass shooting across the street, you know, and, um, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, you know, I, I believe that PTSD is real <laughs> uh, because, you know, every once in a while I think, oh, my God, I think I might actually have it you know, as a result of uh, 2020, 2021, 2022, you know, uh, people um, always used to tell me, you know, even years ago, they would say, oh, Chicago is going to go the way of, of Detroit, you know, because Chicago always had this reputation for, you know, corruption, political corruption, violent crime in the streets. Um, but I would always say, no, you're wrong. Chicago will never go the way of Detroit because Chicagoans at their core will, you know, they will always, um, you know, unite and fight, you know, that, that uh, you know, the, the Chicago spirit, right, to, to stand up and tell the truth. Well, Lori Lightfoot, the way she implemented these lockdowns, the way, and boy, oh boy, I'll tell you, Betsy, it really is shocking the way she just flipped a switch. The day that our governor, uh, um, J.B. Pritzker, said, I'm locking down the state, Mayor Lightfoot can, you know, handle a lot the, the, these lockdowns the way she wants to handle them. The day that switch was flipped, she embraced it and relished it in a way that was ghoulish. And, and I just remember thinking to myself, you know, even if there's some necessity for this lockdown, the way they implemented it was positively ghoulish. Um, they they made all of the productive people, the schools, the churches, the businesses, they they came down on them 
uh, those people, the productive people, the good people, the law-abiding people, they came down on them with like a ton of bricks. And then they turned around and let the, the inmates of the jail out for their protection because it was dangerous for them to be in jail. So they let the inmates out and literally like clockwork, the, uh, that's when the looting started and there was, and no, and there was no support from city hall for the police who were out in the middle of Michigan Avenue being attacked by these looters. Literally uh, being attacked and in front of the fountain and in front of the bean. And, and, yep. and, and that's the thing. And that's what I want people to, to know about is, is how did it get so violent so quickly? You were on the ground there. What, what did you see? Because it seemed like the Chicago police department was just, you know, outgunned, outstaffed, and just sometimes absolutely bewildered. Talk about well, what I don't you think saw. That they, I, I honestly think, it, I don't think that the Chicago police department had, should have been put in the middle of that at all. That was, you know, what I saw was a military style operation. When I remember, not not just you know living, I, I mean, I literally, I grew up on the South Side, but I've been living and working in downtown Chicago, um, you know, my most of my adult life now, right? And when when this attack on downtown Chicago, Magnificent Mile, you know, all of those stores, the Gucci store and the, the whatever Rolex store, etc., when when that attack took place. It was military style precision. It wasn't just random people all of a sudden showing up and breaking a window and grabbing a bag or whatever. No, 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 no. It was like the kind of military operation that you would expect uh, took place in like Baghdad or something like this, where the, the, it, there were convoys of, 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 of trucks, you know, um, the, and a lot of these trucks were obviously stolen uh, the, like U-Haul trucks, uh, you know, things like this, that were, they came down Michigan Avenue, they they went off, broke, literally drove into storefront windows, uh, crews jumped out, grabbed merchandise, got back in their vehicles or, 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 or secondary vehicles that were waiting. The Chicago police, I'm, you know, I, I'm 100% pro-law enforcement, Betsy, don't get me wrong. That's not their, how is that? That that was a, the 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 um, governor Pritzker and Mayor Lori Lightfoot. If they cared about the people of Chicago, they would have called the Illinois National Guard and probably requested even more reinforcements from uh, then President Trump. Right? Uh, they should have. That should have been that that required a military response, not Chicago police officers. I'm sorry. Most of the Chicago the, the police, like you said, the Chicago police officers. One, they were outnumbered. There was not, they couldn't protect themselves. And I hate to say that because I know it, I know that, you know, it, that is the kind of thing that almost sounds like I'm somehow like it's some kind of a put down, but it's not that, that I am making an honest to God statement right now, Betsy, they were outnumbered and there was nothing that they could have done to protect themselves. They they uh, they were fighting for their own lives at that point. And it was extraordinary. And 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 then as time went forward, you know, we had the vaccine mandates, so that you know a lot of Chicago police officers, you know, weren't allowed to come back to work. 
Um, right. And then we heard uh, the mayor and her administration blaming everyone from uh, the police department to crime victims to business owners um, and not really blaming the criminals. You know, unfortunately, we have less than a minute left. Tell everybody where they can find you, uh, your website, your Twitter handle, all of it. Well, I know everybody needs help, uh, but and I'm uh, so I, I almost feel uh, embarrassed to ask. But we do have this federal lawsuit. Um, there is a, a PayPal there at reporterwilliamjkelly.com. It is good news, a five hundred one c three, so it is a tax write off. So you know, if you don't want to pay, you know, if you want to give, uh, if you want to support the First Amendment uh, more than the IRS, you can go to uh, reporter William J. Kelly. Um, com. Um, you can also follow our reporting at uh, William J. Kelly uh, on Twitter, obviously. And we are, follow, you know, we're trying to cover the new mayor who campaigned, literally campaigned on a defund the police uh, campaign. Uh, he's our every violent uh, mob, uh, flash mob, uh, smash and grab that has occurred in the city of Chicago since he's become mayor. He has blamed on disinvestment. Uh, so he's he's not holding he's not holding the violent criminals accountable for anything. He's saying that it's all due to uh, you know systematic uh, racism. And uh, so the city of Chicago is in a lot of trouble. I'm I choose to stay here. My hope is to obviously get my my official media credential back. Go to City Hall and and uh, ask the the real questions. Well, I tell you, we can't thank you enough for what you do. We'll be following you. And if you would like more information about us, visit the National Police Association at nationalpolice.org. Ma'am, put the gun down. Put the gun down. Last year, law enforcement officers were involved in hundreds of thousands of use of force incidents. A use of force incident is when an officer must use nonverbal tactics to gain control of a dangerous situation. Put the knife on the ground. In many cases, officers have no choice but to use force when a suspect doesn't comply with a lawful order. Use of force is always ugly. No one likes it, especially police officers. Together, we can help de-escalate these dangerous encounters. Help police officers by complying with their lawful orders. Don't attack, attempt to disarm, or flee from an officer. Use of force is an officer's last option. Most incidents can be avoided by not resisting arrest. If you feel you've been wrongfully detained by a police officer, then seek a legal solution after the encounter has been resolved. Let's keep everyone safe. Comply now and complain later.